Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, I am, like, noticeably sick. Well, I wouldn't say I'm sick, but I sound really, really bad, so there's that. I, I kind of sound like Monica off of Friends, where, you know, you, you add the D at the end of uh, fine. Fine? <laughs> anyway, um... <clears throat> yeah, I just wanted to get on and ramble a little bit. Um, I know <laughs> there's been a bunch of shit going on. I um, I saw a bunch of videos about what happened in Miami, which you know the the official story that happened in Miami on New Year's Day is. That, um, hundreds of police officers responded to a bunch of teenagers shooting off fireworks and fighting with sticks, um, in the mall. And, I don't know, there were, like, rumors. I, maybe, I think it all spread by one person who posted, like, a video of himself saying that he was at the mall and that there were, like, eight to ten foot creatures roaming around and people were shooting it's like it sounds crazy and most of the videos and viral shit that you see about it it was just kind of like nonsense I mean it was kind of ironic though you know that's such a major and like I still can't confirm so as far as I can tell it's it's been stated by the police department that there were no power outages, right? Even though people were claiming that there were power outages like all around the mall and then they were saying that there were like grounded flights like there was no air traffic in the surrounding area of the mall, which I also did find that the official statement is that that's not true. I mean, I can't really find anything confirming that that actually happened. So, I don't think that it actually happened. Um, I mean, I do believe that in this day and age, and what, what's going on in the world and in the country, I do believe that if, you know, a bunch of teenagers were lighting off fireworks inside of a mall, it would sound like gunshots from, like, the other side of the mall. And I'm sure chaos ensued from there. And, you know, that's why the huge police response um, was called in. Now, I can't find anything confirming that the police had supposedly, um, like, cut traffic to the public on the police radios. So... Like, no public, no, no public people, like, regular citizens couldn't try to tap into the police radios, police scanners, and, and hear what was going on. <coughs> Excuse me, I tried so hard not to cough. Um, I'm gonna, um, hold on, I might have to pause this because <coughs> I think I'm gonna have a cough attack. Okay, sorry about that. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, uh, 
people just <laughs> spread a bunch of rumors. And you know what was I found even more funny is all these rumors were spreading about these like creatures in the mall, right? And then there's like the helicopter footage of the like front of the building where all the police are. And supposedly there is footage of the creature walking in front of the mall. I don't believe that for a second. Number one, like there's no way one of these like fucking creatures are just randomly walking out in public in front of the mall. Like on the busy street in front of all the police officers. Like no. And I I did see someone like debunk that footage and uh they showed they showed like a um non-pixelated version of the video and it was zoomed in really nice so they like cleared it up and zoomed it in and it was like two people two or three people walking together at the same time that was why it looked like the way it was because it was so distorted and yeah i don't know it was just it, i mean i've found a lot of evidence debunking the story right but i you also got to think like the Epstein list was released that very same day, right? Now, it wasn't, like, a big list released. There was, like, information. There were, like, documents released that day. And <clears throat> I just find it a little ironic that there were so many things that happened, I feel like, all at once, you know? And it was almost like to, to just throw people's attention into one certain direction. I mean, if, if people weren't paying attention to the Epstein thing, then people were automatically focused on what was happening in Miami. And it did kind of make me wonder, like, well, what else was going on in Miami at that moment that the entire police force... The entire police force was called to this one location. And, like, I get it, you know. There's a lot going on around the country. <laughs> it, they, it could have been a shooting situation, so a huge police response was somewhat necessary. But damn, dude. Like, the entire, the entire police force showed up for a bunch of teenagers shooting off fireworks and fighting with sticks. I think they were like, I mean, they were literal teenagers. The youngest one that was arrested was 14 years old. So it's like, that huge of a police response and like, to have the entire fucking police force, I don't know, show up for a bunch of teenagers was just a little iffy for me. And it does kind of make you wonder what was really going on around the rest of the town and around the rest of the city. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but definitely had me question a little bit. I was like, well, I mean, maybe there's aliens, according to that one guy, because I didn't see any, like, footage. There's no videos. Nobody actually got any videos of, which I get it, you know. You're running for your life. You think you heard gunshots and you hear nothing but chaos around you everybody's running around you, of course you're going to run. 
You're not going to take out your phone and start recording anything. You're going to run for your life. <laughs> Which is what a normal person would do, but... You gotta, you gotta kind of question it and wonder... Okay, so the Epstein list, or not list, the Epstein documents are released. Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew, I think it was, whatever, um, their names are automatically released, and it's, like, this big deal, you know? And I know that, like, whatever happened in Miami wasn't even, like, broadcasted right away because of the whole Epstein thing, like... There were no major networks that were even talking about it really yet until, like, way later. <laughs> I think it was, like, the next day. I don't know. It wasn't until the viral story of, like, creatures being at the mall that really caught everyone's attention. Um, yeah, so I just feel like both stories in general were made to distract us from something right? Something else happened, and it could have been, you know, on the other side of the country, it could have been they passed some kind of bill they didn't want anybody to know about, and so they just distracted everyone with these, like, stupid, ridiculous stories between aliens and fucking pedophiles. I mean, who's not gonna pay attention to that, right? Like, you have the option to pay attention to pedophile news, Who's going to get caught for what? Or are there really aliens in the mall at fucking in Miami? Come on, dude. Like something something else was going on and they just wanted everybody's attention on something else. But that's just my opinion. I I really don't know what the hell's going on anymore. You know, I've been trying cuz like there was, like, a split second where I jumped down the rabbit hole, like, hardcore, right? I mean, I watched this fucking weird-ass documentary from this guy. He's, like, a bald guy. He's older. He was a veteran. He was claiming he was a veteran. And he was claiming that he had, like, friends that were in, you know, high places that were kind of giving him warnings and hints about some kind of major blackout coming this year. And it just kind of made you wonder. And, like, it was really creepy because I actually watched that documentary. It was, like, a like a handmade, homemade documentary from this just guy. But I watched that before the movie, that stupid Leave the World Behind movie, even came out. And it kind of made me think a little bit, like, okay, so maybe there is going to be some kind of crazy blackout. And, you know, I I jumped down that crazy rabbit hole and (laughs) ended up getting really paranoid, right? Made my wife get her go bag together, and I got my go bag together. I put it in the trunk of her car and was like, it's here if you ever need it. Whether you're already home or you're not. If you're at your parents, if you're at work, wherever you are, you have your go bag. You have your get home bag. 
Um, and we've been, you know, slowly trying to stock up on things at home. So I just, I, I did jump down that rabbit hole and I got real paranoid that, uh, you know, something was going to happen and you never know. I'm not saying, I'm not saying something is going to happen and I'm not saying something's not going to happen. You really have no idea. I mean, we could be preparing for an EMP now that doesn't actually take place for another, like, 30 years. <laughs> I I don't know. It could be another Cold War situation where I'm that paranoid freak that is talking about war and collapses and crazy shit all the time and nothing happens, you know? Which is cool. I'm cool with that. I am totally cool with nothing happening. Like, our our systems don't collapse. We're not in complete chaos. And, you know, two years from now, my wife and I can buy a home and start a family. Like, that would be fucking awesome if just life continued normally. However, <clears throat> I'm not 100% sure that's gonna happen. I don't know. I do want that to happen, but I, I don't know if that's what's gonna happen. And at this point, all I can do is pray every day, ask for forgiveness every day, and just hope for the best. I can only prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And that's the only advice that I can give anybody else is... You have to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. And you know, I heard a quote the other day that kind of resonated with me. It was, The only people that can betray you are the people that you trust. And so you really got to be careful in, like, emergency situations, right? If if chaos were to ensue any day now, and society would go into chaos, right? Who are you going to trust? I mean, do you really trust your family? Do you really trust those, those friends of yours? <clears throat> With your family and your life. I mean... I honestly don't know who I would trust in that kind of situation. I mean... Not very many people know that we have... You know, preparations. It's not like we have, like, stockpiles, but... I mean, we have enough for just myself, my wife, and our animals... And that's what we've been preparing for. However, I know there are people out there who will not be nearly as prepared, and they will try to come for our things. And whoever comes for our things may very well know where we are and what we have. And so, it does come down to who can you trust? Who do you trust now? You know, like... I mean, straight up, who do you trust right now? 
Because in reality, I I only trust my wife, and I trust my sister, my sisters, and my dad. That's it. And I trust my, my wife's parents. Anybody else outside of that circle, I mean, unless I've known you for decades which there's only, like, two people really on that list that if we randomly came across them after shit hits the fan, they would be okay on my list. But that's far few and in between, and, you know, you really, in a, in a shit hits the fan situation, you really have to think about who you trust and who you want to know, what you have, how much you have of it, and where you have it. But you also have to think about, do you want to start a small community? I mean, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about trying to get in touch with my neighbors and figure out you know, who I could trust in my neighborhood, because I am slightly worried that there might be someone in my neighborhood that I can't trust. And if they notice that we didn't leave, what if they try to come in? What if they try to attack us? And I don't know what they have, and I don't know if we would actually be able to defend ourselves. You know, it's a really scary situation. And you should really pay attention I mean, I've heard this before, and I think it's very accurate. With what's going on in the world today, what's going on in our country in general, I think that we should all take the time to be more aware, right? I mean, really focus on your surroundings. Keep your head on a swivel is what the common phrase is. Keep your head on a swivel. Always be aware of what's going on around you, especially if you're in a big city area. I mean, I'm in the downtown Denver area, and it is... I, I'm literally constantly always watching my back. <laughs> um, so yeah, just stay safe out there. I mean, I know shit is crazy... And it gets crazier every day, and I've been trying my hardest to stay out of that rabbit hole, but I might have to jump down one more rabbit hole for a good episode. Excuse me, I had to take a drink of my tea. Which, by the way, I want to point out that, um, there's just a little side note here, but I have been using Stanley Cups for years now, years, before this whole stupid little target trend took place, <clears throat> I was using Stanley thermals in coffee cups for a long time. This thermal that we've had, we've had it for a couple years now, and it is fantastic. I mean, I have my tea in it, and it has kept it, like, burn your mouth hot since 5 o'clock this morning. So, yeah, it's pretty great. And it's like 10.30 in the afternoon, or, um, you know, almost afternoon. 
So yeah, it's it's been a while. This this these little Stanley cups are fucking great, but I I definitely enjoyed Stanley cups long before this stupid trend is going on. I'm telling you, man, one one marketing tool from a woman and everybody lost their minds. I don't know if you know this, but I'm pretty sure the reason why the Stanley Cups are such a big deal right now is because <laughs> I think it was last year there was a viral video of a woman whose car was like set on fire, it caught fire, and when she went to go check like the belongings inside the car, the Stanley Cup was still intact and still had ice in it, apparently, after being in the fire. And that was, like, a big marketing tool for Stanley. Stanley apparently, like, reached out to the lady and paid for her car, got her a new car, whatever. It was just, like, a big marketing tool. And now Stanley Cups are, like, a big fucking deal. It's retarded. I've been a Stanley fan for a long time, so... Fuck off with your trends. Anyway. I I do hope everyone had a safe new year. Had a good weekend. Um, good week. And, yeah, I will get you guys a new episode. I don't know what it'll be about. I think I'm going to try and do something really juicy. So... Stay tuned for that. Today was just like a ramble. I don't even know if I'm actually going to use this. I might try to record again later. I don't know. I don't know. I do have the time. Even though I sound like shit and I keep having to pause to cough. I do feel like this was pretty good, productive, and... I mean, fuck it, right? It's not like I reach a shit ton of people, and whoever does listen, well, I appreciate the hell out of you, number one, and number two, you're crazy for listening to this, so, (coughs) ah, excuse me, I had to do one last cough in there, God bless you, I'm praying for you, I hope everybody is safe. I'll see you soon. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Please consider supporting me at uh, the Buzzsprout website. That's usually where I upload all of my podcasts. So that is where you can support the show if you are interested. And that is, let's see if I can do this without messing it up. It is all one word. Uh... A rare breed podcast dot buzzsprout dot com. Boom! Did it. There you go. Please support me.